Do you have a cannabis business? Do you want it to grow? AvivaSpectrum.com is the only way to go. To automate accounting, track and trace, Aviva Spectrum's the only way. The compliance experts you're looking for, trusted advisors, and so much more. Welcome, everyone. This is Sonia Luna, your compliance expert here at Aviva Spectrum. I'm going to talk to you about the CARES Act, which was signed into law. Uh, on March Friday, March 27th, and I'm going to cover basically what the Small Business Administration, or some people call it SBA, and the Department of Treasury have begun. They're just starting to release information that's going to guide the programs created through uh, the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act, so it's called CARES Act. Um, I'm going to set up a link in my description here for this episode to help you get up-to-date implementation of these programs under the CARES Act, so you'll be able to visit some of these uh, websites like the SBA and Department of Treasury, and here's what you can expect. On the SBA link, you're going to find information all about the COVID-19-related programs that the SBA is providing, including the Paycheck Protection Program, economic injury disaster loans, and emergency grants, and small business debt relief. Okay, so there's going to be a lot of information there. On the Department of Treasury link, you're going to find information about the Paycheck Protection Program, as well as some other tax provisions meant to help employers in even nonprofits. So this is really a federal law that got passed to help small business owners and entrepreneurs understand the new programs. And um, I'm going to put a link on a different guide uh, as well. And it's going to be linked to um, the U.S. Senate Committee on Small Business and Entrepreneurship. And in that comprehensive guide, it's going to cover a couple of things uh, about the SBA and the U.S. Treasury. Uh, program. So let's get into it in terms of what the SBA is saying for the COVID-19 small business guidance and loan resources. Okay, so the first is the Paycheck Protection Program. Okay, so it first prioritizes millions of the funding dollars that were set aside for the CARES program for small business, and it's authorized up to 349 billion towards job retention and other related expenses to the employer, okay? So small businesses and and eligible nonprofit organizations, that includes veteran organizations, tribal businesses, okay? Um, And it also includes, okay, self-employed or independent contractors uh, that meet the eligibility requirements. Here's the highlight under the Paycheck Protection Program. Under the program, eligible recipients may qualify for a loan up to $10 million determined by eight weeks of prior average payroll plus an additional 25% of that amount, okay? The loan payments are going to be deferred for six months. If you maintain your workforce, uh, SBA will forgive 
this is the kicker, forgive the portion of the loan proceeds that are used to cover the first eight weeks of payroll and certain other expenses following the loan origination. This is huge. So loan forgiveness, ladies and gentlemen, is free money. Okay, the cost to you is your time and effort and abiding by the rules based on this paycheck protection program. So that's a key highlight. Also under the SBA, there's what's called economic injury, disaster loans, and loan advance. Okay, so you can apply for the COVID-19 economic injury disaster loan. I'll have a link to my uh, to this uh, episode here. Um, and what it allows you to do, there, the SBA can provide up to $2 million, okay, for vital economic support to help small businesses to overcome the temporary loss of revenue that they're experiencing, okay? The loan advance will provide economic relief to businesses that are currently experiencing a temporary loss of revenue. So let's say you're a dentist, and you're a general practitioner, you're not a specialist, and you only can help those that have emergencies. You only probably are going in once a week, maybe twice. You had a huge loss of revenue in your typical month. You had a huge loss because of COVID-19. This is a perfect example of how this type of loan program can be available. These funds will be made available within three days of a successful application, and the loan advance will not have to be repaid. That is the kicker. Now, there's also an SBA debt relief, a different program. Okay? So there are different loan programs that the SBA has, one of which is called a 7A. Now, it provides a reprieve for small businesses that as they overcome the challenges to create, created by this health crisis and under this program, the debt relief program, the SBA will pay the principal and interest for a new 7A loan issued prior to September 27, 2020, okay? So if you go out and try to get a loan, because you're going to get a loan from a bank. The SBA just guarantees the loan. If it's a 7A loan, SBA is going to pay the principal and interest of that debt as long as it was issued prior to September 27, 2020. Okay, so there's a start date and an end date. The other thing is if you already had a 7A loan, they can will pay principal and interest up to a period of six months. Okay, so starting when you had to close your business, going back to my dental example, and you had one, a current 7A loan, they will pay for six months, up to six months. Then there's also an SBA Express Bridge Loan. And this was a pilot program, and there's certain express lenders, and they can lend up to 25K with really, really nominal paperwork for you. Okay, the the advantage of that is it's a huge, fast turnaround, and you think you can pay most of it using uh, part of the economic injury disaster relief loan. So in other words, let's say you want a quick 25K, 
you're going to apply for the economic, economic injury disaster loan as well the, under this new COVID-19 disaster loan recovery, you can get a quick 25K, boom, literally within less than a month. You can use the proceeds as you're applying from that EIDL loan, okay, to pay off the 25K. You understand? So it's a bridge until you get your, your other bigger loan that you need. Huge, huge, big thing that we've never seen before, okay? Now, let's talk about the U.S. Treasury. That's basically the IRS, okay? What are they doing to take action regarding this new package that was signed into law, the CARES Act, okay? Right now, the IRS, the U.S. Treasury, is working on guidance material. They're looking on how to get paycheck protection loans um, created and guidelines for that. So we are on kind of a wait-and-see mode for that particular loan package. And I know that there's a prioritization of the Paycheck Protection Program. Again, I mentioned it's $349 billion towards job retention and other related expenses. That includes your rent, your utility, your overhead, a bunch of other expenses just to keep you operational. Okay, I'm going to have several links to the U.S. Treasury, SBA, these loan programs, and even the um, great overview that the U.S. Senate Committee on Small Business and Entrepreneurship created. So just as a quick overview, work with your CPA or your CFO. You're going to need to get, for, for the speedy bridge loan, you're only going to need a little bit of paperwork. Okay, but for the bigger loan packages where there could be forgiveness of certain payroll costs, overhead costs, you're going to need a CFO to help you allocate those overhead costs and those expenses to make sure that when you do ask the lender, because it will be a bank, Wells Fargo is one, uh, there might be a community bank, but the SBA is working with those banks to guarantee that loan. So the way it works is these banks who work in conjunction in partnership with SBA will write the loan package, but you're going to need a CFO, an accountant, to get the books and records. Yes, as of March 2020, you're going to need some of that data reconciled, and you're going to need 2019 data and 18 data for your calendar year, if you're a calendar year, and you're going to need that so that way you can give prior performance that had it not been COVID-19, you would not be in the conundrum that a lot of us are feeling right now, okay? So if you want to connect with us, you can email us at info at avivaspectrum.com. Um, I know that a lot of you have a lot of questions. You can email us again at info at avivaspectrum.com just to cover some of the basic materials that you might need to qualify for the CARES Act and understand some of the debt relief items, which could be literally in the hundreds of thousands of dollars of you not paying back a certain portion of these quote-unquote loans. And unfortunately, for my cannabis clients, I've, I've reminded them that cannabis is considered a Schedule One drug, and therefore, 
they, uh, these loan programs will not allow you to qualify for any of these debt forgiveness or any cash advancements. None of it qualifies, unfortunately. So until we get legislation to correct this problem, uh, cannabis companies are unfortunately not going to be able to participate. So for those of you who are not in the cannabis space, or better yet, if you're a testing lab, okay, you can qualify. So cannabis testing labs, you can qualify for these loan programs and because you're not facilitating in the actual sale of cannabis, you're a testing lab facility. So there are certain ways you can maneuver that and participate in this program. We appreciate you guys. And um, again, we here at Aviva Spectrum love our listeners. You can reach us. Again, at info at avivaspectrum.com.